Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome once again to Las Vegas, Nevada, where it seems the word growth is always being mentioned. But it's not just in Vegas, it's also the surrounding towns, especially North Las Vegas. Today, you'll meet the dynamic mayor, John Lee, who took a city that was headed toward bankruptcy, turned it around, and now is one of the fastest-growing cities in America. And as always, you'll also hear from our regulars, Eddie Osterlin, America's first master sommelier, is back discussing that important document involved in most fine restaurants, the wine list. On luxury living Vegas style, Gady Medrano of Flipping Vegas talks about the very busy 24-hour job of being a realtor. And finally, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com reminds us that, yes, there really is going to be a resorts world on the Las Vegas Strip. You've all heard Mayor John Lee of the city of North Las Vegas. We introduced him to you a couple of years ago. People were kind of excited because they didn't know much about the city of North Las Vegas. Regular visitors kind of get an idea, and they know it's near things like downtown and the Neon Museum and such. But it's really a great story. And the reason we had him on initially was this kind of overnight success story of a town that was ready to give up. And that was a time when, if you all remember the days in California, stuff, cities were literally putting up the white flags. They were going bankrupt. And uh, they took a different route here in North Las Vegas. So, Mayor, great having you here. It's got to be exciting. So where are we now? Because when we were talking before – you were just starting to bring in some of these great businesses and so forth, and they were, you know, there was no fear anymore of it going under. Now the think the thought is, this city's going to take off. It is, and it has changed a lot in the last five years. You know, Steve, when I first became mayor, um, it was a matter of just giving the charter back to the state. And I grew up in North Las Vegas. And there's no way I'm going to let that happen. You know, this is my hometown. So we, uh, our bond rating had fell 13 levels. If you took all three bond ratings and added how many times they dropped, uh, we fixed that. We're now, uh, we are really doing well. Um, we're bondable again. We just had one uh, bond that we refinanced. It saved us uh, over the next 40 years $18 million. Just that one bond, that, that money will go back into the taxpayers' pockets now as far as uh, we're not going to have to worry about raising taxes on anybody. That will go into services for the community, libraries, whatever we need. It's not going to Wall Street. So we're excited about being a strong, financially known city now. Now that there's been kind of a big change in Nevada, politically speaking and so forth, there's a change. Does that affect you guys at all? I mean, I, you strike me as somebody that can work with anybody. Yeah, I think we're, we're doing great. We just had some elections. We got new governors. We got new uh, people up in Washington. Uh, we've got a legislature that's uh, working for us right now up in Carson City. I think that the leadership is pretty solid in southern Nevada. Again, I think if people are flying here from other parts of the world, they're, they're going to see a, a government that works well with each other, with all the local entities and stuff like that. Uh, we work well with the legislation. We work very well with Washington. You know, So I think we are back on the right path again in Nevada. You know, the other thing that's kind of exciting is I've been around this area for quite a Quite some time, and we were talking about it. In the old days, city of North Las Vegas was, oh, wow, that's a really dangerous place that's near Las Vegas. And, you know, I talk to a lot of people. You don't hear that anymore. There's kind of an excitement in the air. Is that part of all this? I mean, it's, it's more than just financial uh, change, right? Well, we were always bedroom community to the gaming tourism and hospitality industries on the Strip and our Fremont Street. And then a TV show came in called Nasty Voice, and uh, it, it was – tough cops and if something happened in North Las Vegas this is the worst place you'd want to do it because the cops are so mean and and uh, but we grew up in North Las Vegas 
we never got beat up by each other. This was a great place. This was like Andy Griffith lived here. You know, it was great. But that TV show, like I said, with gangs, drugs, nasty boys, graffiti, it kind of stuck for a period of time. We're like every other city. We have people who have issues in their relationships and their issues with jobs. And there's a lot of transient people that come and go from here. But we're a good community. We're a strong community. We got a great police force. We have fire department that are well-respected in our community. Um, North Las Vegas is a great place to come. Uh, there's only one class of people. It's just us. We don't really worry about anything other than the fact that you live here and you're part of our neighbors. Well, and part of that has to be proven by, I know the Boyd Gaming people, I've talked to them, you know, the Orleans is, of course, one of our sponsors, and they said, no, oh, no, we, we're excited about what's going on there, and they've invested money in here, and then you've got all these companies coming in. I mean, it's really a change. I mean, people want to come here. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Just, I wouldn't say this, but now that you brought up Boyd Gaming, Bill Boyd has been a just a great legendary uh, leader in this valley, but very few people ever get to meet Bill Boyd. He works a lot. He stays kind of quiet, and he's a very wonderfully intelligent man. And he came and he sat down in my office to tell me that they were going to invest $600 million in North Las Vegas and buy two of our largest casinos. And I'm looking at Mr. Boyd. I've been here my whole life. He's still a legend. You know, I go, Bill, why are you doing this? I was just shocked that he would spend that kind of money. He goes, because we're following your dream. We know you know what you're doing. We know you're going to accomplish your goals, and we want to be a part of it. So uh, anybody like Mr. Boyd who puts his uh, hand on my shoulder and says, we know you're going to do this, son, that made me feel really good that day. No, it's really great. And, you know, one of the things we've heard from around the country and a couple of the appearances you've done on the show, and they said, wow, this guy's a positive thinker. And you really are, right? I mean, you took over. You weren't expecting to see this place go down, and you really felt you could do it. And, I mean, with some of the failures at that time that we saw in other cities around the nation – that was kind of a gutsy thought. Well, you know, San Bernardino County, Stockton, Vallejo, even Detroit. You know, I called Detroit up one time and said, right when I got here, it was ugly. And I thought, if we have a financial situation, we have to give back our charter. What effect will that have on Henderson and Boulder City and Las Vegas and every, Clark County itself, you know? Uh, well, it came back. The what happens in Vegas moniker would have been gone. But when I called Detroit, they actually said, Mayor, when you ask for a town next to Detroit with 250,000 people, um, why are you doing that? I said, well, I want to know what effect that had on that community, this bankruptcy had. And they said, you're asking the wrong question. And ask how it affected the three states around us in southern Canada. It was that big. So if North Las Vegas would have failed, we would have been the Detroit of the West, and it would have had a negative effect on all of Nevada. So uh, we've, we've done very well in Nevada with a very good city council and a very smart city manager and directors, and they're all in on one goal, is to uh, take care of the people that pay our bills here, the, the, the residents that live in North Las Vegas. More with North Las Vegas Mayor John Lee in just a few moments. Time now for Eddie Osterlin, America's first master sommelier. One of the things Eddie always reminds us about is to not fear the psalm. Now you can add to that, don't fear the list. Say you went to a restaurant, and they do have a wine list, but they don't have... Uh a psalm. They don't have a psalm. And, you know, the waiter doesn't particularly know much. Can you kind of do a little research? Do you recommend people do that beforehand? Or how do they make that selection? I mean, are you better off seeing that list at home where you can kind of look back? Yeah, I mean, you can look at every wine list on, uh, online. And, I mean, I don't I, you know, some, I, I don't know to what degree everyone knows about wine. But, you know, if you're going out to a restaurant, you know you'd like to have a nice bottle of wine. Sure, take a look at the rest. I always look at a restaurant's wine list before I even look at the menu because I want to see what they got and see if there's any fun things. And usually I can find something on the, on the, on the wine list. If it's, um, if, but if you're going to a restaurant and maybe they don't have a sommelier, but they do have a wine list and you're not sure what it's about, a couple things. You, you, you call uh, the manager over. And you just say, you know, who put this wine list together? It's kind of nice, but um, I'm not that familiar. Is there anyone here who could help me? There's got to be somebody who put that thing together, and they want to help you. And um, and then when you look at that wine list, um, if you're with a group of six of your friends and maybe you're picking up the bill and you don't want to spend a lot of money, you look at that list and you look at that manager, wine steward, whatever, and with your finger you kind of point to a price range of the wines that you're looking at, and you just say, you know, look at something like 
something in this arena here, that gives them an idea how much you want to spend. And then let them come back and say, you know, why don't we do this? They might even bring you a sample. A lot of times they'll bring you a sample to try it, you know. Or, you know, ordering wines by the glass is a great way to sample things you've never had before. And, you know, you might sit down at the bar with your wife and uh, see a couple of things you want to try. So you order one glass and then you ask him to give you a second empty glass and you pour it in half and you split the wine by the glass with your wife because you're just looking to taste two or three ounces to see if you want to buy a bottle you want to try more. Eddie O will be back again next week. When you talk about the good old days in Las Vegas, Nevada, you're talking about when hotel rates were really reasonable and your money went a long way. You can have that now at the Orleans Hotel, and it's a great place for families. You know, they've got a movie theater, bowling alleys, an arcade, great pool, all that plus lower resort fees than most and free parking, almost unheard of these days. Find out more and make a reservation. Go to orleanscasino.com. That's orleanscasino.com. More with North Las Vegas Mayor John Lee in just a few moments. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. I'm Peter Pavone, and you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, Don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices, and let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to GetTheTea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. GetTheTea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea, which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best, naturally. All you have to do is log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Changing America's health one teabag at a time. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Professional wrestling is often the butt of jokes, usually something about the matches being faked and the wrestlers themselves being meatheads. But in Darren Aronofsky's powerful character study, The Wrestler, that same wrestling world is filled with hard workers just seeking to make their fans and themselves happy. Randy the Ram Robinson has long left his glory days behind. He is an aging legend full of the pain and anguish of adjusting to a life of non-entity. He works at a supermarket deli counter, occasionally wrestling in weekend matches until he can set up a 20th anniversary match against his old rival, the Ayatollah. Yet after a post-match heart attack, his doctor recommends he give up wrestling for good. Randy is left with time to reconnect with an estranged daughter, kindle a romance, and figure out his next move. Randy is played by Mickey Rourke, who won critical acclaim and many awards, including an Oscar nomination, for this comeback role. Aronofsky's assured direction is appropriately somber, bringing home how tremendously heartbreaking it can be to find oneself out of the limelight with no way out of the shadows. Set in the world of a fringe sport, the wrestler is a powerful and moving observation of pride in the search for relevance as we age. The Wrestler, not in theaters, discovery through rental. 
find us on the web at IndieFilmMinute.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Mayor John Lee of North Las Vegas, the man responsible for the dramatic turnaround of a city that was destined for failure. So when you took over and you were able to do that, I know, you know, having worked in cities myself, it is important to put that team together. Was that kind of an idea? You come in and you say, all right, you know, who's who's with us? And if you're not, we got to bring in people that are because it's you could you could have all the great ideas in the world. You can't do that alone. Yeah, I actually had to bring in people from other industries that were not a bureaucracy, bureaucracy people from other local governments. And to be honest with you, in the first year and a half, all the directors were gone, city manager, city attorney, police chief, fire chief. That's just what it takes. The same people that get you into a problem usually can't get you out of a problem. And so drastic changes were needed and drastic changes were why I was brought forward. And so we're past those days now. A lot of those people just wouldn't weren't working well with me, but they found jobs other places, you know. But we started fresh. We just cleaned house and said, we're going to win. And, uh, and we did. And we never laid another person off after that. We were just very smart about how we hired and where we were spending the taxpayer dollars. And that's what a lot of people ask, you know, why can't government run like a business? And sort of what you did when you think about it. Well, that's true. And I I was a state legislature for 14 years as assemblyman and senator. And I can tell you, people who say that we ought to run government like a business – they kind of they get it right, but we we have to make sure that we don't think change things too fast. A lot of times, can you imagine a bunch of conspiring people getting together who hate gaming, and all of a sudden they kill the golden goose in the great re- excitement that happens here in Las Vegas? So you you have to have a, a period of time where you vet out things. Now we were just in a drastic situation that had to happen quickly, but we do run this like a, a business. I have five people that I surround myself with that are very smart that work for me. And if and sixty percent of the time, Steve, I'm a hundred percent right. But that last forty percent, I must be way off, because if three of them vote with me and two vote against me, we discuss it, and then we usually go with the majority, and we find out with our intellect that we pretty make make pretty good decisions as a group, and then the other two just jump in later, come back and say, you know, I didn't expect that would happen that well. So, so I don't make all the decisions. I take my power, throw it in the middle of the table. The city attorney, city manager, finance director, everybody's equal. We discuss this stuff. If we have to have two or three meetings, but when we make a decision, it's based upon what our gut feeling is, not what some bureaucracy other, somewhere else did it. It's how we want this city to operate. We're going to talk uh, for a few minutes about some of the things that are going on in this town. But before we do, I want to ask you, when you came in, a big part of this was you know, new technologies. You had some money from you got from the state. You brought in and you brought in a lot of people in the electric car business that do the parts and that sort of thing. You have since kind of taken that and run. We, we talked last time about Hyperloop. Is that always your idea to be like on top of the technologies of that? Or do you see the city possibly diversifying even more as it continues to grow? I think that the uh, the, the the process that we take in North Las Vegas is to get some of the Take advantage of the Southwest first off. You know, Colorado's around us, Idaho's around us, Utah, Arizona, California. You know, what what aren't what isn't happening out there that this hub called North Las Vegas could actually benefit? So many people drive through this area in big trucks and stuff like that. So we've been doing a lot with Amazon. We've been doing a lot with uh, companies that want to flee California. That are just they would. There's companies in California that have a big warehouses here with all their with all their supplies in it, and every day a truck goes to California because they want to pay the inventory tax over there. So we, we have a huge opportunity to take advantage of the laws in California. But now we're finding 
cities in California are, pardon me, not cities, but business in California are tired of the regulatory conditions over there. So they're actually coming here. The garment district people are over here looking at us right now. A lot of huge things are happening because of centrally located. And another thing is when you live in Las Vegas, you can pretty much, Steve, say, hey, we're going to go out bike ride, and I mountain bike and I road bike. We're going to go out biking Saturday. We're going to meet at this place at 8 o'clock. We pretty much know it's not going to be rainy. We know it's not going to be snowy. We know it's not going to be too windy. If it is, it's just in the morning. So the, the weather conditions here are exciting to work 365 days a year. We don't have any, any problems here when it comes to working. And we have three shifts here. People work graveyard, swing, day shift. You can get a workforce you know, 24 hours a day here in, in Las Vegas, especially in North Las Vegas. So we have a lot to offer. I think if more manufacturing companies could see the value of coming to Nevada, and, and let alone North Las Vegas, I think that they would take advantage of this workforce and the, uh, the attention that we put it to how people work in this community. We really would be a great place for more manufacturing companies coming. Well, and I know like the Hyperloop people said it was a great location because there's really not many natural disasters here. It's a great place. And, you know, you want to bring in people to work. I mean, the sky's the limit. There's a lot of room around here. There sure is. And 50% of North Las Vegas hasn't been built out yet. Um, our apex uh, industrial park that we're running water to right now is 18,000 acres up there. That's not including the acreages that goes as the water line heads up the road. Um, we just finished a project. that's 1,100 acres. Just uh, Nevada Department of Transportation, us, built some roads and stuff. Uh, we opened up 1,100 acres. 90% of that right now is undesigned or in, in construction right now. So uh, we are... Uh, we're not a known unknown secret anymore. We're getting better well-known, but this is a great place. If you're in a place that's got high tax or if you've got bad weather or you need good leadership at a city to help you be your business partner, you should come to North Las Vegas. How helpful is it that North Las Vegas, while not being right in the middle of the strip, people think of the strip and so forth, it's not that, but the fact that it's close, I mean, in that whole world of entertainment, now you've got all these sports teams come in. That's good for you guys, isn't it? I think it is. I, I was surprised at how well hockey is doing here. I mean, not only did people embrace it, people who had never lived outside of Las Vegas have become fans. You know, uh, it, it's, an, it's an incredible city that everybody doesn't go to the Strip and go to shows. We go to them when, when your viewers come to town, and then we go to a show. But for the most part, we live here. And we're participating with these sporting teams. I think the Oakland Raiders are going to be, well, they'll be the Las Vegas Raiders when they get here. I think that they're going to do fantastic here. You know, this is an exciting town. And for people who are flying in here to plan to go to a Raiders game or to go to a hockey game or a WNBA game, you got so much you can do here. And our residents are really taking a part of it, too. You will hear more from Mayor John Lee of North Las Vegas in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living Vegas Style with Gady Medrano, star of Flipping Vegas, which you can see on the DIY Network. Just check your local listings. Folks look at real estate as a great career to make money and make their own hours. Today, Gady explained it may not be as easy as it sounds. It's it's kind of hard, right? I mean, you, you have to be, uh, you can take trips and stuff, but as a whole... You're pretty busy all the time, and, you know, it must drive people crazy. When the phone rings, you kind of have to answer it. Yeah, not kind of. You have to. <laughs> you know, there's no there's no two ways about it. And unfortunately, you'll get people that call really after hours, and I, I try to be as prompt as possible and at least respond during business hours. But there are also no such thing in real estate, <laughs> you know, so there's that too. You know, I work weekends, I, you know, I take off the time when I can, and that's why, to me, it's for me to manage my time effectively and for me to provide the highest service, I, I needed more people. I need more people so I can make sure that nothing falls through the cracks, that no detail is overlooked during the course of the transaction, and also just um, talking to a client, just being able to get back to them promptly. You know, when they reach out to me, I appreciate it, I respect it, I'm glad that they did, and I want to make sure that they at least get a response or get their questions answered. You can find out more about Gady at GadyRealEstate.com. That's spelled G-A-D-Y. More with North Las Vegas Mayor John Lee in just a few moments. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-908-9850. 800-908-9850. That's 800-908-9850. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com Sweet strawberry icing. You were strolling along in goodwill. When just past that mid-century side table and denim jacket, you spotted them, nestled in their display case. Miniature donut earrings. Oh, yes! Yes! Your favorite half-breakfast pastry, half-all-day dessert food, made into your favorite form of ear candy. Oh, my. Those bejeweled sprinkles have satisfied some unknown hunger within you. Shh, do you smell that? That's the sugary scent of shopping success. For this is Goodwill. And with every item you buy, you fund local job training and more. So go forth. Bring home those donut earrings. And bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? <laughs> that is the case. <laughs> yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. 
Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to North Las Vegas Mayor John Lee, who continues to attract some of America's cutting-edge technology companies to the desert. Let's talk now, if we will, about some of the exciting things, you know, and every time it's a, we talk to you, it's a little bit different. So we're talking about one that I'm kind of interested in. It's this video, and, you know, we all do have to do the inspections of the roof, and people are up there, and it's dangerous and all that. You've got a new program that's going to help all that, and again, kind of streamline the whole process. It is. We, we only want to hire inspectors to inspect on jobs that need for health, safety, and stuff like that to be involved in it. And so we have a lot of uh, inspections that are on roofs. It's really not very safe to have your employees go up on roofs. You know, you have to have the ladder tied up and stuff. So what we've, we've started to do is we've started to recognize that our contractors are pretty honest people. And so if they want to get a new solar inspection on a roof or they want us to show us uh, rooftop air conditioning, even water heaters, water softeners, those are basic. I was a plumbing contractor. We have the contractor take a video camera, show us what he did, he shows us the date and time of it. He gives us a way that we understand that it's not the same picture every single time, you know. And we can look at that on the phone with him, talk to him and say, measure that vent for me. Let me see if you got enough screws in that vent there. Let me see the temperature pressure relief of the water heater is actually going out to the house. And that that person that works that works for that company runs around with his camera and looks at it, and our inspector says, is the water on? Is the pressure tested right now? And then we show the valve moving. Yeah, that's all it. And we'll pass it off. You know, we have that that person become part of our inspection team. They know if they're going to have to show their work, it better be looking pretty nice too. And they're, they're going to be honest because the camera won't lie. No, and it makes a lot of sense. And it's just a, a kind of a simplistic way to take care of something and, you know, again, become more efficient. It's, it's good for the people in the city. It's good for uh, the private sector. And that's that's kind of part of your philosophy, right? You want to make it easy for the private sector to come in. And that, by easy, I'm not talking about evading anything or anything like that. But just there's not going to be a lot of angst or anything. It's going to be as smooth as silk. Well, we want to work with you. We see you as our business partner if you're the contractor. We also want the we got to protect the homeowner. I mean, that's really what they pay us for. That's what taxes are for. The social contract says we'll give you money. Make sure I have a police department, a fire department, a library, and good inspectors. So we're we're all into uh, to doing what we can to uh, speed up the process so people don't have to be home for six or eight hours waiting for an inspector to come. They can just schedule time at 2 o'clock. We get on right there. Boom, it takes place, and we're done, you know. So they got to get the kids to school in the morning. Don't worry about it. We'll do it at 9.30. Let's talk about water for a second. You know, everybody knows when you get to uh, you know, southern Nevada, southern California, all these different areas, water is at a premium. And now you've got all these businesses here. you got to make sure this is flowing through, and you've decided to do it kind of the smart way. It's like, well, if we can get ourselves to conserve it, we'll have more access to it. Yeah, we we see those as green initiatives. I was once again was a plumbing contractor before I came the mayor, and I we would go on jobs. There'd be slab leaks underneath your slab. The hot water leak was leaking. Uh, hot water pipe was leaking or something. It sometimes takes two or three months before you know because your water escalates every month because you're losing more and more water. So the hole gets bigger underneath your high underneath your house through that through that hole in that pipe you know and so we'll get like your meters usually 30 bucks a month then next month is 40 and you think oh maybe i did a little more washing or wash my car outside next month is 80 you go i got a problem if we put these smart meters in and we put in eighty-eight thousand, these meters are going in and we're putting those in so not that we can really tabulate how much water you're using but so we can find all the leaks in the system we figure out that with this, that we can stop you from losing more water underneath your house, thereby notifying you immediately, you got a, a, an abrupt change in your water distribution. What is going on there? You've doubled in the last two weeks. You know you got a problem. You need to call a plumber and get them out there, you know, or you figure out if your sprinklers aren't on the right setting or something. But we figure by these 88,000 with this new smart technology, you can monitor your own water, but this is going to save us 200 million gallons a year year of water what's the most vital thing in southern nevada it's our water so we are huge on water conservation here and protecting you from paying money for that you don't have to pay for water that you didn't use 
And I know a lot of people might hear about those meters and they go, oh, my God, it's going to be some way to be punitive, you know, because they think back to the days of water rationing. You're not trying to do that. I get the idea is we want to – we being the city want to let you, the resident, know as soon as possible you got a problem here. You're going to fix it because this is going to be costing you money for months and months. And you live in a desert. You know, we, we want to protect that great asset that we have. So we're your business partner when it comes to how much water – uh, we don't tell you how many times a week to take a shower. We don't care about that. You do that. But that that we're all conserving for each other. We want nice restaurants here. We better have water for them. Or we want, you know, whatever we want here, you know. Water's important to us here. So we're going to fight to make sure we can save as much water as we can. We are chatting with the mayor of the city of North Las Vegas, John Lee. I want to talk with you about when you talk about Amazon, people hear about robotics and stuff. And it's a little different than some people might think. Just kind of explain how that works, if yeah. you would. So, it, you know, we all see those big conveyors and all the product moving through. And I've actually toured it. It is exciting. Uh, this world that I now live in, the robotics and uh, and what happens in warehouses, even in warehouses, you know, product disbursement is exciting. But um, what they have is just a matter you have like four little wheels and you have a little uh, – 24 by 24 inch piece of plastic on top of it and it's full of information technology stuff that uh, talks to each other there's hundreds of these things just going around around each other beside each other moving to this area so if you have some boxes that are supposed to go to ontario canada uh then this one robot little rolling thing comes over it's loaded and it goes across the 800,000 square foot to where Canada is, you know, and it puts the, all this product in the places that it needs to go. And then people are there. They just pick it up, move it out and get it out of, out of here. But it moves so quick. Amazon is so smart at what they do. And uh, this is probably just the beginning of a lot of things. You hear about them dropping drones and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the future is going to be exciting. And I think it's going to be uh very exciting to watch North Las Vegas as we continue to bring these companies in that help us change how you consider Las Vegas. Come here for the weekend. Come here for the week. Come here for the Super Bowl. Come here for whatever you want. Come see the shows and eat the food. But come here and live. It's a great place to live. There's a lot of great jobs here. And uh, we're looking forward to some of the brightest and smartest people in the nation coming here somewhere where they were respected and understood. Really? And I think what's interesting is you're not just looking for anybody. It isn't like come here, we'll take anybody. Not not that you're going to turn necessarily turn somebody down, but as you go out and you're looking for these things, you're looking for these opportunities, right? Like for example, on Amazon, you know there's possibilities all the time that they could expand that. Uh, the whole thing with the electric car that's not going away. That's going to build. Why not be the uh, the parts center of the of the world of electric cars? So I mean, that's always something. Is that like even with Hyperloop? When they approached you with that, that was kind of a, I won't say weird, but it was so really kind of a revolutionary idea. And all of a sudden they want to do that. Looks like you jumped on it. Well, I do. And I promise you guys out there and uh, listen to the show, hide and watch. This stuff is happening around you faster than you have any idea about. I'm amazed at some of the brilliance that comes into my office and tells me in the next three years uh, what this world we live in will look like. So uh, if, if you've got a, a big time side to you, if you've got a, a big dream and you're looking for a place to come, come to Nevada. We're wide open for this. That's what makes us successful is anything's possible. And the brightest and most creative people come here. And you can see it when you go in our, in our, in our strip and downtown area. Mayor, do you work closely with UNLV? Because I see that place is kind of exploding. They got a medical school coming on. Is it important for you to make sure that that school's making height, not just high tech, but just all the futures of uh, work for the 21st and 22nd centuries, you want them on top of it, I would assume. We do. We love the business college at UNLV. It ties into us all the time. They have a great dean there. If you're sending your kids to college, it has something to do with uh, – with business, they have a great school there. We also have 2,000 acres up near our brand new VA hospital. It's, an, it's the crown jewel of all the VA hospitals in America, is in North Las Vegas. And we've got 2,000 acres up there that's for future research and development. 
and we're in talks right now with getting the water and sewer up to there. Um, I'm, I'm excited about uh, UNLV more than I was 10 years ago. I was always great with the sports program, but they've, they've, the intellect has risen so high. They're one of the top whatever company, uh, universities in America now for certain things. They are really finding their, uh, their place in the higher education system in this country. And I would tell you that uh, they're great partners of ours. More with Mayor John Lee in a moment. People ask me all the time about the good old days in Las Vegas. You know, when you could stay for less and your money went a long way? Well, guess what? I got the way you can do that right now. Stay at the Orleans Hotel. It's a great place. Believe it or not, they have free parking, which is almost unheard of these days. Lower resort fees. It's a mile and a half away from the Strip and only four miles from the airport. And if you want to go to the Strip, they have a free shuttle every day. You got to find out more. Make a reservation at orleanscasino.com. That's orleanscasino.com. The action is hot. The atmosphere cool. And the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms. 70 lanes of bowling. An 18-screen movie theater. 8,000-seat arena. Fabulous dining. Virtual reality. A giant race and sports book. And the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Two blocks west of the Strip. Minutes from the airport. With rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which button am I... Uh... When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. 911, what is your emergency? My kid shot himself. All right, where's the wounds? 911, what's your emergency? Please help. My son shot his brother. 911, what is your emergency? 911, please state your emergency. Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. Learn how to make your home safer at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Andy Film Minute. Sometimes children lie, but how can we tell? Many of the Danish films we love take on difficult subjects. They seem to watch without judgment, the better to observe humanity in all of its complexity. Perhaps that is why we love them. In The Hunt, Mads Mikkelsen uses his characteristic reserved charisma to play Lucas, a well-respected kindergarten teacher. Lucas's life is finally on the upswing after a difficult divorce and custody battle, and he has found a promising new relationship. But it will not last. Lucas gives his students needed attention. He guides them, comforts them, helps them grow. Perhaps his genuine warmth is the source of the accusation. A needy little girl craves more and tells a story of inappropriate attention from her favorite teacher. How would you react? Your friend is accused of child abuse. Other children share their stories. Crowd hysteria, or is it? Can we know? This is the story of the effect such an accusation has on one man, his friends, his family, and his community. As in life, guilt or innocence is blurred. It is this realistic lack of clarity within a beautiful package of filmmaking that brings special gravitas to this extraordinary film. The Hunt. Not in theaters. 
discovery through rental. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. The action is hot. The atmosphere cool. And the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms. 70 lanes of bowling. An 18-screen movie theater. 8,000-seat arena. Fabulous dining. Virtual reality. A giant race and sports book. And the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Two blocks west of the Strip. Minutes from the airport. With rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to the mayor of the city of North Las Vegas, John Lee. Finally, I want to talk with you about the buildup in downtown. It fascinates me. Um, We've had Derek Stevens on a number of times. And what's going on over there? I mean, he's building something over there that's going to be incredible. I mean, really, for downtown Las Vegas. And downtown continues to rise while even some of the strip stuff sometimes, for a number of reasons, uh, is a little flat. Now, obviously, there's way more activity on the strip. But downtown continues to grow. Is that important to you? Because that's pretty close to where your city limits uh, start. Yeah, and I appreciate you mentioning Derek. He is a great visionary. He, You know, I tell people all the time, I'm not the best mayor you've ever met. Um, if there's a street light out or there's a pothole or there's a sprinkler working, un, un, unfortunately not working correctly, you know, I, I care about that. But when we have city councilmen, we have directors, we have city managers, we have a lot of smart people. When you hire John Lee, you want to know where your town's going to be 10 years from now. Derek Stevens is like that. Derek sees the future, and he's he's invested in in Fremont Street up there and done well. We actually are just about two miles from there, and a lot of people live in our area that work up in Fremont Street area, you know. So there'll be a day these young kids, well, they do. They take the bus now to work. They, don't, they come home. They don't want to transport. Um, very far from where they live. They carry their computers everywhere they go. We are a bedroom community in some senses to that area, but ourself, North Las Vegas, is not a bedroom community to strip anymore. We are out leading them, uh, the city of Las Vegas, Clark County, Henderson, in many, many different ways that North Las Vegas will be uniquely different from them. But downtown Fremont Street is exciting, and the Fremont Street experience and everything that Patrick's doing up there with Fremont Street Experience Board is a, a great reason to come to, to Las Vegas. Well, and that brings us to our last question, and I think it's really – because I do picture you the same way I do Derek, and I would ask you the same thing I asked Derek. Ten years from now in the city of North Las Vegas, what are we going to see? What would you like to see where we come back and talk in ten years? I would tell you this. Magic wand is going to happen. Bet on it. I don't care. We now are now the third largest city in Nevada. We just passed Reno. North Las Vegas is going to be huge. It's going to be successful. It's going to be uh, an exciting place to live outside of the the tourism area, you know. Um, I will tell you that North Las Vegas um, will offer more opportunities to make money than anywhere else in this valley. There's more real estate ready right now to be utilized. Uh, North Las Vegas will pass Henderson as the number two city in North Las Vegas. Las Vegas has 600 and maybe 700,000 people. We will be following that. We will be the second largest city in 10 years from now. 
and we will be a very, very good city for anybody to move here to. And uh, But we like our sisters over there and brothers over there. But I will tell you, it's the North Las Vegas story today. This this will be the future of this valley. Well, I wouldn't bet against you, Mayor Lee. If anybody wants to move their business there or just find out more about North Las Vegas, where can they go? Uh, just uh, J, Lee J at cityofnorthlasvegas.com. I will put you in touch with our redevelopment team, our economic development team. We'll uh, schedule meetings for you and your staff here. We'll send you information, and I'll even come to your location if it's worthy enough that it's exciting enough that we want to diversify and, and bring you in. I'll fly out and meet you. So please come, and please enjoy Las Vegas as a whole, too. Though we are a wonderful city here, we have a great region with the football and the sports and the strip and the shows and everything. It's really, if it's happening anywhere in this country, it's happening in Las Vegas. Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, discussing what is happening with the hotel that's been on the drawing board for many years, Resorts World. Look like on your blog that there's some activity over there. Is that a good sign? Is that finally going to happen? I think that piece of property has been the same year after year you come into town and you know you just bet on how much has gotten done the answer is not much yeah it's a fascinating story because for the longest time it just sat idle this was the the project before resorts was called echelon echelon was to replace the stardust uh and the company that's building Resorts World, I think, saw the lay of the land. They saw that the the demand was kind of leveling out. They did not want to open in 2018, 2019. They're saying 2020 now, but I think there's a chance they might even put that off a little bit because they ha- it's a huge number of rooms that, that they're putting out there. And they're going to have to um, they're going to have to uh, accommodate the a level of demand nobody knows what it's going to be so i think it's making huge amount of progress now because they're doing an additional floor per week basically uh i took some pictures they're putting on the exterior windows tellingly the windows look very much like the windows at wind and encore it's that same motif so the rumors about genting looking at buying wind make a lot more sense because it's basically would be all part of the same complex. They're right across the street. So uh, that is an unconfirmed rumor, but that would make a lot of sense. And But I think Resorts World is moving forward. I think there's some momentum there. They're bringing far more uh, construction workers on site. It dragged on forever. The rumors were that they weren't going to finish it, but they have very deep pockets and I think they're moving ahead. Make sure to check out Scott's blog, VitalVegas.com, every day for updates on the ever-changing news of Las Vegas. Thanks for listening. Next week, we're going to talk Final Four. It's the biggest betting event in town except for the Super Bowl all year. And we're going to talk to a couple of people who really understand it. You'll meet Jay Cornegay, the man who operates the largest sports book in Vegas. That's over at the Westgate. And we'll also talk with Jeff Torrio, the Associate Commissioner of the West Coast Conference. They just added three years to their annual conference championship contract with the Orleans Hotel at the Arena at the Orleans. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Vegas, here we go! So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines 
toxins, spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. The action is hot. The atmosphere cool. And the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms. 70 lanes of bowling. An 18-screen movie theater. 8,000-seat arena. Fabulous dining. Virtual reality. A giant race and sports book. And the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Two blocks west of the Strip. Minutes from the airport. With rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com.